Welcome to the Luxury Listing Specialist Podcast with Michael Lafito, where top luxury agents reveal their best practices, plus interviews with real estate industry influencers, thought leaders, and luxury marketing experts. You'll come away from each episode with new strategies and tactics to dominate high-end homes in any market. And now for the latest episode of Luxury Listing Specialist. Here's your host, luxury real estate expert, coach, and trainer, Michael Lafito. Welcome back to another episode of the Luxury Listing Specialist podcast. You're in the right place if you're an agent, a team leader, a broker that's looking to work smarter, not harder. You're looking to increase the average sale price of a home you represent. Perhaps you're looking to break into selling more high-end and luxury homes, or perhaps you're already doing that, and you're just looking for what I call the principle of slight edge, just something different. If you can learn one nugget off of each podcast that you actually implement, then your time uh, is going to be a great return on your time, I should say. So that's our goal for you. So keep an open mind. My name is Michael Lofito, the host of this show. Again, you can listen to previous episodes on iTunes or Stitcher. Again, look under Luxury Listing Specialist, or you can just go directly to LuxuryListingPodcast.com. Again, a couple free resources. Everybody likes the word free. If you'd like a free uh, video checklist, uh, a 56-point video checklist, an ultimate listing blueprint, and a free three-part video series, get your smartphones out or write this down. You're going to want to text the word LUX, L-U-X-E, to 72000. So on your smartphones, dial in 72000 and send a text to that message, uh, to that number, LUX, L-U-X-E. We'll be asking you some information, then we'll drop you uh, some freebies in the mail. Text LUX, L-U-X-E, to 72000. Again, listen to previous episodes on iTunes or Stitcher. And last but not least, if you have any questions or if you have any suggestions on topics or you want to nominate a guest, go ahead and drop me an email, michael at marketingluxurygroup.com. Michael at marketingluxurygroup.com. I'm your host. I'm the founder of the Luxury Listing Specialist Podcast, founder of the Luxury Listing Specialist Certification, and author of the book on Amazon, Luxury Listing Specialist. Each uh, episode is different. We try to bring in different perspectives. Uh, Sometimes they're industry experts. In other words, they might be in the trenches. They understand the analytics, the data. Many times we'll bring in top luxury listing agents, uh, marketing agents. Uh, Other times we bring in service providers, people that can help with the lead generation. Um, Today's guest is just a wealth of knowledge, brings a lot of uh, background, uh, both uh, in luxury, but more importantly now in in, in research and and, uh, just understanding you know, a whole lot of different angles, and that's why I asked uh, Dean to to be um, on today's podcast. So, hey, Dean, are you still there? Uh, here. Hey, Michael. D- Dean, uh, D- Dean, uh, pronounce your last name for us. Yeah, Dean Catrill. Catrill. Dean Catrill. Mm-hmm. You know, being my last name, Lafito Dean, I get that butchered a lot. So Dean <laughs> Catrill here. Uh, with T360, um, mm-hmm. T360, um, which is a um, Stefan Swanpool uh, company founded by Steph, uh, Stefan. Tell me a little bit about uh, T360. Okay. Um, well, it's great to be with you, Michael. Um, so T360 is the largest uh, residential real estate consulting company in North America. So it's specifically focused only on the residential real estate market. 
Um, we have several different divisions in consulting. I run, I'm president of the brokerage division. Uh, we have a merger and acquisitions division, a technology division, a strategy division, and also MLS and associations, um, all run by very, very strong consultants, extremely knowledgeable. Um, and so that's our brokerage division. We also have a publications uh, group that we work through uh, at T360. And the publications you've probably heard of, some of you might have heard of the uh, Swan Pool 200, which is the ranking of the top 200 industry leaders. The uh, Swan Pool Trends Report, which every year comes out and it lists the top 10 trends going on uh, out in the marketplace uh, to be aware of. And also the new one that came out just this year, and we're going to do it, it's going to be an annual. It's the Swan Pool Mega 1000, where we rank the top 1000 companies in the United States. And, and so I've, 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 I've purchased that, by the way. That's a great product. Um, really big, big fan of the, uh, the Mega 1000. Um, so great job with that. And we also have um, a big event every year. We do events and speaking engagements. But the event, we actually have a T3 Summit. Uh, it's held in the spring where we actually, it's invitation only. Um, and it's not an advertiser kind of thing. It's all invitation only. Top 400 C-level um, C-level uh, executives from the real estate industry around the country. So, uh, and that's run every spring we bring in. It's just an area, an, op- an opportunity to meet with and hear about what's happening in the real estate market and to help benefit and, and help uh, those leaders be better and run better and more uh, efficient and profitable organizations. Yeah, so a lot of you know, a lot of great data out there, a lot of great insight. Um, I really appreciate what you guys are doing. And, um, you know, we talked about a little bit before we, we came on, on the air a little bit, um, you know, various questions that we could talk, you know, talk through and uh, the, you know, the listeners would benefit, Dean. Um, but before we get into that, you know, something caught my eye recently. You guys did a, a, a webinar on um, you know, I'm a big disc personality. Anybody that listens, um, we talk about how to increase conversion a lot. We talk about disc personality. And uh, Dean, you did a, a, a flash webinar on the four mm-hmm. agent archetypes. Um, um, why don't you share a little bit um, with what you're talking about with the four different agent archetypes and sure. what went on there? And then if there's any, you know, examples or a replay of the webinar, you know, if you can share with us how they can, if they're interested, get more information on that, if you don't mind. Sure, you bet. So one of the goals for us, and really any leader, I would say, is to really simplify um, real estate as much as we can. So more of the real estate practitioners, team leaders, uh, company owners can run more efficient and profitable companies. So the four archetypes, uh, is some way where you can think about uh, agents, real estate agents, and the four avenues of how to prospect or areas to prospect in. And then depending on what those areas are in each one of those categories of the four, what are the tools and systems needed uh, in those and what are some of the challenges that come about? So uh, just if you can visualize uh, a chart with two on the top and two underneath it, we talk about, you know, on the right, we'll do warm leads. On the left is cold leads. And at the top is direct uh, selling. And on the below, and below that is indirect selling. So we then categorize them and we label them. The top is going to be on direct selling and warm leads is the networker. Uh, we all have heard statistics of in this low 60% range, 63% roughly, 
of business comes to sales our sales professionals from friends, family, past clients, customers, referrals. And so the net, that's the networker, and that falls in that category. That's someone who's going to be uh, requires relationships, being involved in the community, has an identity. Um, and so that's the networker. And if we move down the chart, we move into the marketer. The marketer, it's also warm leads and it's indirect selling because in the marketer category, that's when you become like a niche market, like luxury, for example. You want to be a specialist yeah. in luxury market. You start, uh, you get the Lux uh, listing specialist certification through Michael and yeah. you, you start specializing, marketing yourself such. Um, you also could be the condo king or queen as another example. Um, I was in Annapolis, Maryland for a long time. There's a lot of waterfront right there, right on the Chesapeake Bay. Um, there was agents that would specialize in waterfronts. Uh, we had a Mr. Waterfront. Uh, so that's how they marketed themselves. So they created their own brand. They uh, did a great job in generating business. Um, and it was indirect, but it was warm because they're, they're focused on uh, a niche that they're very comfortable and confident in and that we're able to attract talent. If you slide onto the cold side, the indirect cold side, the converter, that's where you're going to, as an example, it's where you um, list a property and you send out in a market that you're not normally marketing to, It's a, and you send out just listed cards, or you start going to a, a neighborhood or marketing into an area you're not familiar with. So mm-hmm. that's cold. You don't know that market. You don't know those people. It's indirect. Um, and that's the way you're trying to build your brand. Uh, it requires currency, meaning money, uh, time. You need to have skills and dialogues. And so there's, that's the converter side of it. And then the top left, when we're talking about direct selling and cold, is the prospector. And the best way I say to describe this is that sales professional who puts the headset on and is just making calls. And they have a buyer for an area, for example, subdivision, and they're calling you specifically and looking and talking to homeowners about, I have a buyer looking for a home in your neighborhood. Are you thinking about selling now or in the near future? Or they're calling the first sale by owners out there. Um, that's the prospector. And the goal of this for archetypes is to find out for everybody to think about, um, we talk about spinning plates and spinning plates. You think about if you put a plate, like you think of a circus, um, you have a right. plate on top a rod and you spin it. And yep. if you don't spin it, what happens? It falls off and it breaks. So uh, we suggest sales professionals have at least five spinning plates, areas that they're going to be focused on to drive revenue into their business. And so in those, on those spinning plates, those areas of focus, where are they going to be? Where the networker and the prospecting to friends, family, the sphere of influence, that should definitely be your first plate. Frankly, it should be your biggest plate. Um, because of the reasons I mentioned, that 63% of business on average goes there. Um, and the other four plates, we encourage uh, sales professionals to look at these other areas and to have not all your eggs in one basket. You don't want to spend all your time on the networker in that category because that could dry up at some point or be challenging in one year. So you want to have multiple areas that you're focused on. And by having the four archetypes, the goal is to see and show uh, a of sales professional, what are the differences and the ways they can market themselves, and then what are the tools needed and the skills needed, and so they can perfect their trade and then go after those areas in the form of a spinning plate and an area of focus. And, and that, that's a, a very, you know very good information. So you talked about um, the spinning plates. Um, mm-hmm. Sphere was one of those. 
share of influence, friends, family, people, you know, and that's the biggest one, right? Yeah. And the other one, say, for example, a primary market. Uh, so that was how I was very successful when I first got into real estate. I, I got started as a sales agent back in 1990, uh, shortly after coming out of college, mm-hmm. and um, moved down to the Washington, D.C. market and didn't know anybody down there um, So uh, because I li- was born and raised and lived in Pittsburgh. So when I went down to the Washington, D.C. market, I had to start branding myself, marketing myself. I didn't have a sphere of influence. I didn't have friends and family in that market. And so I went about uh, down the road of primary markets. So that's uh, very important. As you know, in, in stress, Michael, and I agree, listings is the name of the game. Mm-hmm. Uh, you really want to focus on listings and drive listings. That helps promote and drive you additional business. Um, and drives whether it's a single agent or the team or the company. Um, so all those three groups should be focused on listings. Um, and so primary market was another spinning plate for sale by owners, expired listings. Uh, it is social media marketing that you're going to do. Investors, I'm just rattling off a bunch of different spinning plate options um, sure. that you could provide to sales professionals and for them to kind of select which ones they want to go after. And, and you mentioned sphere being 63%. How did, yeah. how did that number come about? That's an NAR statistic that I've heard in the past. And, okay. and I want to confirm it, but it's typically I've heard it's, it's in the low to mid, it's low to mid 60s. Uh, sure. Friends, family, past clients, customers, uh, yep. is agents, uh, as consumers working with agents. And it's been a very consistent number for many years. It's been in, the, in those low 60s of it being that, uh, and you know, you think about it too, take a step back. Um, I heard a story a long time ago about if this, if a lady's uh, daughter is getting married and it's very important. So she's the mother of the bride, you know, and, and her hairdresser has some, has something happened right before her appointment to go and get her hair done before the wet, the big wedding. Um, she's not typically going to go and look through the social media or go online and do a search for the closest, most proximity-wise, the closest place to get her hair done. She'll call somebody she knows and somebody she trusts uh, who has great hair and ask her, who do you use because I need somebody. And so when someone goes to buy and sell a house, historically what's happened is they want to go to someone they trust, they feel comfortable with. If they don't know anybody that's already in the business, they'll talk to friends and family and say, who do you recommend? And that's why it's typically um, at the percentage it is. It's the number one way yeah. people find a real estate agents. Yeah, and I, I'd venture to say in the luxury space, it's even higher, right? So it's very difficult mm-hmm. to penetrate that circle of trust. We talk about that during our seminars and our certification training. We, we say it's, you know, I tell people, you know, it's basically like Robert De Niro and meet the parents when you've talked about the circle of trust, right? So it's tough right. to penetrate <laughs> that. And, it's um, so true. So, so true. So the four, I mean, you did a good job describing the four archetypes of agents. It's very difficult without any visuals. Yeah. Um, yep. if, if somebody wants to, you know, kind of see what this looks like or get more information on the four archetypes of agents. Um, and, and by the way, is this better for broker owners and team leaders from a recruitment standpoint? Or, hey, just the every age, everyday agent, it's good for them to understand the four archetypes. I think everybody everybody would benefit from it. Um, it's, we put this together and talking more to the team leaders. That's our focus at T360 and my, the brokerage division is helping leaders of uh, teams and companies run more efficient, profitable compans. And so it was developed and designed for that. But every, even uh, sales professionals, 
will benefit from it as well and help them fine tune their thinking of where they want to focus their efforts uh, and energy. And it creates clarity on the challenges that come about from each group and what is required. So I encourage. And if you go to T3 Fellows, the letter T, the number three, the word fellows, plural with an S, uh, T3Fellows.com. F-E-L-L-W-O-S. F-E-L-L-O-W-S. T3Fellows.com. And you go to that website, you'll see about the the fellows program that we offer, that we um, run. And in there, there will be a bunch of webinars that are available to see. And one, it will be the uh, four agent archetypes that will enable. And it's basically, I think this one's roughly a 10, 12-minute video. So it's not long. Nice, nice. Well, that's great. And um, for those of you that are driving or maybe can't listen, we will include a link um, on our on our podcast page. Again, luxurylistingpodcast.com. Or if you get our email, um, then we'll include a link directly to t3fellows.com. So great information, Dean. Thank you. Great. You bet. Hey there, it's Michael Lafito. Thanks again for listening to our podcast. If you are interested in signing up for our luxury listing specialist certification, or if you want additional information on how you can dominate selling higher-end homes in your marketplace, make sure you go to luxurylistingspecialist.com. So that was uh, one of the things we wanted to talk about. Um, you know, I know you did some research for today a little bit, and you know, what are any like specific business practices? Based on your experience or your relationship with some successful agents today, what are you know some of the things that they might be fundamental, but uh, or they could be advanced. But what are some specific business practices that you see uh, successful agents exhibiting today? Um, you know, versus maybe 1990 when you got in the business. Sure, sure. Well, uh, one thing I'll say um, for the listeners. Uh, my background for a period of time, for I was in a, lead, a leadership roles before I moved into consulting. So I sold homes for roughly eight years, right around Washington, D.C., and then I moved into leadership roles. So I was a regional, then a president of a company, and then a larger company, and then even a larger company. In my last role, I was overseeing uh, 60-plus offices, roughly a $10 billion sales organization, and about 20,000 transactions a year. So it was a very big company. And I had a lot of really top uh, agents, and we were in a lot of big marketplaces, such as the D.C. market, um, and you have different pockets around there, very luxury, Potomac, Maryland, Bethesda, Maryland, Old Town, Alexandria. We were in the Annapolis market. Um, we were at the coast, Ocean City, Maryland, um, Bethany Beach, Delaware. And then if you get down in the Carolinas, Charleston, Atlanta. So in those markets, I had the benefit of working with a lot of incredible professionals, real estate professionals. And to answer your question, Michael, um, what I found is in these top professionals in those markets and selling, and they had tremendous systems. They also had a, a great ability of delegation, delegating to top professionals. Um, and if I can uh, just illuminate a little bit more on that, if you're an individual sales agent, you'd still have a, a quote, team. You not might have you might not have people on your you know specific group right with you as a team, but you have team members in the form of uh, another party that supports you, whether it's the title attorney, the mortgage lender, um, you know the in-office staff. All those people are part of your quote team that support you in your business, and um, so that's Point. one of the things they have. 
and so and that's something I encourage you to think about marketing yourself that way. And that's, that's your sweet spot, Michael. I don't want to um, mm-hmm. throw that out, but you know, you can actually think about putting these people around you and saying, here are these support people that help you and help that consumer, that buyer, that seller. Um, mm-hmm. They also, these, these top agents are, have very high standards um, and they hold themselves to high, high standards, both uh, personally and in professionally. Uh, is what I saw. And I just, to, um, Take this and maybe for some clarity purposes, if you think about a new agent, especially to the luxury market, speaking specifically the luxury market, a new agent comes in the business and they have no systems, very little knowledge, very little confidence. Um, and so, and I always say about the two C's, confidence and competence. So if they're not, they're not very competent in the business and they have very little confidence because of the fact they're not that competent. Um, yeah. And so they're very challenge. And for the idea, and I see the luxury consumer as the most demanding of all the consumers as an average, if you look at consumer groups, being that they have the highest expectations. They're, uh, if you want to do a comparison, they're, they're used to a higher percentage more so as, as the normal person of flying first class, for example, instead of coach. Yes. Uh, so yeah. they're, they're normal. The luxury, the luxury owner is someone who is, is experienced uh, high level of service. Uh, and support. And so the uh, agents that were so successful, um, they created, going back to my new agent and the most successful agents, the most successful agents have uh, a high level of confidence and they're very competent. They've created systems in place that allow them to duplicate, uh, duplicate their performance uh, without having to reinvent the wheel. They see how it runs. They, they put a system in place. If you have to do something twice, you should create a system for it. And then mm-hmm. meaning write it down or, and start working. You know, I, I'm real big into video. If you have to explain something twice or yep. three times, you should probably create, a, you know, an educational type video. Um, this way you can send it to your clients and, and mm-hmm. uh, have it transcribed and included in an email and just different, you know, different ways of, um, of getting that point across. Yeah, that's a great point. And vi- I'm such a big fan of video. And sending out in just messages as it's bomb bomb or whatever yep. vendor you might use out there. I don't want to sell any specific vendor, but whatever yeah. it is, I, I'm we're big bomb bomb fans. It's okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah, bomb bomb's great, and it's something you send a short video, you explain something. You know, part of communication communication is critical in any relationship, whether it's personal or it's business. So if you're in a, a relationship with a consumer, buyer, seller, and you can communicate, you know, to, for them to hear your tone of your voice and how your body language, that's so important compared to an email um, or, or a text message because they can be so misread. Um, so be careful on, and I, I'm a big believer on video. So those are the kind of unique differences where you can, um, you can help that lux- luxury consumer and kind of take a step up, not kind of, but take steps up compared to the average. And uh, I had a top agent actually evaluated what they felt was the average performance of the average agent in the marketplace, what they provided. And then they wanted to take that up multiple notches above that. And they looked at each one of the, as they look at the process of someone selling a house, for example, from the time you come out there and meet with them and what happens, they, they broke the whole process down into steps and then said, what is the average? And I want to exceed the average in every single area of this process. Oh, that's great. That's great. Yeah, that's the kind really? of thinking that really exuberates. It comes to those uh, exuberates. Not the right word. That's the kind of thinking that really these top professionals um, 
have brought about or bring about, and it kind of not kind of it motivates them to even take the bar even higher. And so, so competency equals confidence or creates confidence. What did you say there? Yeah. I would say, well, confidence and competence are the two biggest things. And new agents, uh, I was always surprised because in the companies I ran, we, we would um, affiliate quite a few new professionals, new, new agents to the business. And I'd ask a new class of a group of new agents, and I'd say, how many people do you have? Uh, how many in here have someone looking to use you to buy and sell a house as soon as you get your license? And half the room, the hands would go up. And I would say, why in the world would somebody do that? Why would someone use somebody who doesn't know anything really about what you're doing? But there, and the reason for, and I, was, I wasn't giving them a hard time, I was illustrating the point to them that, that competence and confidence are the two important things, and trust is, the, is a big thing for the consumers. And that ties back into the networker and the four agent archetypes being that trust factor. These consumers trusted this friend so much that they didn't care that they weren't competent in what they were doing. So if you can take agents in working with strangers and working with people they don't know and marketing themselves, if we can take new, the new professionals and increase the level of their competence, their knowledge, their skills, then comes uh, an elevation and increase in their confidence. And when you see top um, agents being successful in this business, it's, uh, the confidence is a big piece of it. They have the confidence to ride because, as we all know, uh, on this call, you know there are going to be days when you get beat up, you get knocked down, and you don't have. And you have to have that focus and that determination uh, to pick yourself up and to keep moving forward. And um, part of that is keep pushing yourself to be the best you can be. And that confidence is going to come out, and people can sense it. Yeah, Dean, I love it. I love it. I'm a former football coach, and I, I lo- love your words of wisdom because you're absolutely right. We do get kicked in the shins, and and other yeah. explicitives in this industry, and you have to pull yourself off the mat. To use a wrestling analogy, you got to you're going to get knocked down. You got to get back up. And I I use this term all the time: um, grow your knowledge, and your confidence will grow. When that's one of the ways you can grow your confidence, right? Be more competent. Understand. Right the analytics, the data, understand how to uh, articulate a a particular message. I had recently, literally, I had a a client um, that, um, it's a $1.2 million home. It was on the market with another agent, and she was considering um, hiring me. And she ultimately went with another agent, uh, which is fine. It happens. And I was actually kind of relieved because she was... um, overpriced and and I recommended that she staged well she didn't she went with this other agent she fired this other agent within two months and she's coming back to us um, because I'm, I'm very confident in our systems and I articulated mm-hmm. but she just didn't buy into them and so you know really grasp and be able to articulate certain things. So this gal did not want to stage her home and it, Dean, it totally needed to be staged. It was dated, yep. very eccentric artwork. And, um, and then another thing that happened, which was kind of funny is, um, I gave her my stagers information and she basically said, you know, I'm not going to uh, call your stager. I talked to my daughter who's in a lot of million dollar properties and, 
and um, she thinks my house looks great. And, and so I had to be able to articulate to her without saying, hey, your daughter's wrong right. or, or getting personal. I'm like, listen, mm-hmm. it doesn't matter what I think or you think. I personally like some of the things your daughter said, but I, I, I refer back to market research. And that's where, of course, T360 comes in with some, so much great research just overall with the, the real estate world. And, um, and that's where I'm going with this is if you're confident, but you have the knowledge and you can be able to articulate something and cite mm-hmm. certain examples or case studies and, yep. and take your personal opinion out of it, referred back to the data and market research, your, your, your confidence will not only grow, but your conversion will increase. Well, it's such a great point. Um, you know, and keeping calm and being confident and not getting emotional is so important. Also in sales, as we know, I, always would say and continue to is when I, uh, when drama or emotions go high, IQs go low. And so you need yeah. to make sure you, you check yourself and, and just like you, how you handle that situation uh, is, is outstanding because these, these top luxury consumers, they're, they're typically strong personalities. They wouldn't be where they are without having some strong mindedness of who they are and what they like. Um, so when you walk in there, you have to have a level of confidence in what you're doing and what you're saying uh, and stand your ground. And that's what I found personally when I was selling my own, pri- selling a house, a waterfront house in Annapolis, Maryland, worked with my top agent down there. And she came in and she, I, I want someone who takes charge. Frankly, I don't, I don't have time to worry about it. I don't want to, And no. a lot of these luxury consumers, they don't want to take the time. They want someone to come in and do the job, but they yeah. want to do it soup to nuts, A to Z. And, you know, and so like coming in with a stager, uh, doing a pre-home inspection, um, having a, you know, doing some of the legwork like that and, help, and doing maybe even an appraisal on the property, making yep. sure we price it correctly, um, maybe doing a title search and make all the things. And I'm sitting here as a professional person in the business. I was, I'm in the business, but to someone who wasn't in the business, who owned a luxury home, they'd be like, you know what, that's why I brought you here. And that's to your point earlier on this call, which is to everyone listening, it's really important that you realize what you're worth um, because people will luxury market consumers. Yeah. And people will pay you something. If you, if you stand for your stand for something and, and they see the benefit and they see the value, you know, they see the value. Yep. Absolutely. Great information. There's so many people out there that want, you know, just free information free. And although you guys provide some great information, you know, your mega 1000 and the various reports, you know, they're, uh, they're well worth it, you know, and um, compared to some other great white papers that are out there, you know, I, 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 didn't even blink an eye when I saw the, the, the price at the mega 1000. I know you guys put so much time in. So, um, so Thank some you. really good information. Um, so for more information on um, your company, do they just go to t360.com? Yeah, you can go to t360.com or t360 spelled out, 60 spelled out, dot com. That's the company website. Um, mm-hmm. If you if are a team leader or run a company and have some insight and in getting some support, we always say if you want to, you're kind of going down this road by yourself. If we do have a roadmap that we help. Uh, team leaders and teams and company owners to be very successful and grow their businesses, um, then you can go to the um, t3fellows.com. It's also mm-hmm. on the t360.com. That's the website for the whole company. And then under okay. the leadership tab, you'll see T3 Fellows. So they can go to T360, and that'll get them anywhere and everywhere they want to see about the company or if they have more interest in the actual program that I run 
um, or involved involved with. Okay. Okay. Very good. Very good. And um, if somebody wants to reach out to you, Dean, uh, what, what's the best way? Best way is uh, on the website. You'll see my bio and my contact information is right there. Um, email is real easy. It's my first name, Dean D E A N at t three sixty dot com. So you can just shoot me an email, and look forward to helping anybody um, if if they need help. Just reach out. Again, uh, we try to bring in different guests that bring value, fill voids uh, that agents are asking are asking us about. And uh, you guys at T360 are doing some great things. So, so thank you. Appreciate your time, thank- Dean. Well, I appreciate it, Michael. It's been nice. Thank you so much. All right. Great. Great. And uh, again, just a reminder, if you're looking for previous episodes, you don't have to look too far. You can go to iTunes or Stitcher, look up Luxury Listing Specialist. Again, don't forget to text LUX, L-U-X-E, to 72000 for three free items. If you have any questions, send us an email, michael at marketingluxurygroup.com. For more information on our certification, 14 modules, the first seven are pretty much before the listing agreement. So how do you get more listing appointments? We work on the mindset, the systems, the marketing, the best conversion, best uses of video, best pre-listing packages, and best listing appointment secrets. That's part one of our certification. The remaining seven modules, eight through 14, are, hey, you got that high-end listing, that luxury listing, that difficult listing. What are best strategies to actually get it sold? That's what we cover in the second half of our certification. You can find out more at LuxuryListingSpecials.com, LuxuryListingSpecials.com. My name is Michael Lafito. If you have a success story, please share it with us. We love hearing those. Enjoy your day. Keep raising the standards and prove them wrong. Until next time, have a great day.